when you go into a game with a great coach and a great game plan, you feel like you will prepare for anything that may come your way. With Love and Light Doula Agency, you will also feel like you have a great coach and game plan. Love and Light Doula Agency specializes in postpartum support, fertility support, labor support, and surrogacy consultations. Call 410-657-8767 today or visit the website loveandlightdoula.com to get started. That's 410-657-8767 and loveandlightdoula.com. Schedule your consultation today. One last time, 410-657-8767. L-O-V-E-A-N-D-L-I-G-H-T-B-O-U-L-A.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and their guests. They do not reflect the views or positions of our sponsors. Oh, no, not the cloud. All right, whatever. Let's go into the cloud. <laughs> Welcome to Sideline <laughs> Talk. I'm the Humble Beast, Coach Hurt. What it is, y'all? It's your boy. I don't see in the place to be. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Coach Tay, in the building, the best wide receiver in the draft. That nigga don't even believe that shit driving. Facts. I'm about to say, what building are you in? You driving. Facts. Yeah. You know what? You like the haters. The haters started driving. I receive this hate is because I am consistent. I'm a consistent IM series winner. That's a lie. That's an absolute lie. Especially in this category. The one, the one, the one you won, you picked the ringer. Just That's Jefferson only was not highly touted in that. Well, he was highly touted, but he wasn't the most highly touted wide receiver in that draft. You picked the receiver who had like 1,900 yards that going into the NFL. I pray that you don't ever become season. a lawyer. I pray don't you, don't you ever become a lawyer because everybody will know when you lying. They're like, take that nigga to jail. Take him to jail. Take his person to jail. Yeah. That boy, crazy. Man, y'all see I mean, the title of the Go ahead. I did. I did pick Jamar Chase last year, and y'all said it was illegal to pick Jamar Chase. So, so that was. But who right. else came out with Justin Jefferson though? A lot. Like, a lot of people, like more highly touted people, came out with Justin Jefferson. No, no, what? no, no. I can't even remember right now, but he it was, was. He was. He was the first he receiver. He was, no, he was not the, second, guy. the second receiver taken, but he should have been the first receiver taken. <laughs> Jalen Reagan went before. That's really dumb as hell. Super dumb. <laughs> dumb as hell. Oh, matter of fact, no. Who else went before him? No, CD. I think CD went before him. My yeah, bad. CD went before him too. CD and, CD and, and Rugs. But I wasn't feeling CD. Like, CD was it Rugs cool. or was it Jerry? I thought Henry Rugs. Yeah, was, was, Judy Henry Ruggs was too. Henry Rugs. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. CD Lamb with the 17th pick. Yeah. He still picked the ringer, though. <laughs> Pick the best guy. That's such hate. All right, let's get to it, though. The best wide receiver in this draft is who, T? Braylon Burks. Arkansas. 6'2", 225 pounds. I don't care what nobody say. Let me tell you, look, this dude is Anquan Bolden with speed. 
He wins every 50-50 ball. He's, in my opinion, he's probably third in speed in the oh, buffering. <laughs> you stuttering. The, the young guy out of Kentucky. And the Smith got to make Possibly, uh, I mean, out of Memphis. My, if y'all can't hear me, my bad. But Traylon Burks is the best wide receiver in the draft. Curry. All right, there you go. Say what, say what you said again, because you're in the better area now. Say what you said again. I said, I said he might. He's like the second or third fastest wide receiver in the draft behind the dude out of Memphis, Wandale. Um, and I'm gonna just say I'm behind Wandale. I don't care. I don't know what her seeing on film to say he ain't fast. This dude fast as I don't know what. He got another gear. You can watch any tape. Watch the Bama tape. Watch the Bama tape. You want to say the man wasn't fast? I said he wasn't. I said he wasn't you fast. Said, than the was, you, you got to be on cocaine. I mean, it's, it's documented. It's documented. Bro, he played. Man, come on, bro. You can't look at that film and say he. Alshon couldn't get no separation. Alshon solely re- relied on 50 50 passes, winning them. That's it. And he couldn't stay healthy. So, look, let me tell you something about Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks going to win 50-50 balls. He can beat you on any any route in any route in the tree, That's especially the deep passes. Any route in the tree he can beat you in. That nigga don't got no fucking tree. He got branches. That nigga ain't got a route street. He ain't got, he got no got, branches. He got great start and stop at the top of his routes. And he did it against top comp- uh, competition. What 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 division he play in, Al? You see? What say it again, Al? I can't hear you. The championship conference league. Okay, where the best corners at in the in the um in the country at Al? In the SEC. In the goddamn you know SEC, I, you can't make it up. You cannot make it up. I got the best. I'm telling you, he is a franchise wide receiver. I don't go on a limb with guys like this and say stuff like that. He is a franchise wide receiver, a franchise changing wide receiver. He don't he don't go out the limb and say stuff like that. That statement, I okay, I give you that. He didn't say that, but Roland did bring hey, up a good point. Taywan did say Zay Jones was Anquan Bolton with speed at one point. Oh, I mean, no, not to say Zay Zay turned it around. He having a solid career. But he yeah. knew in there and Quan Bowl. He got to the right spot. He got into the right spot. Bills wasn't the Bills when Zay was there. Yo, I no. Think- Zay Jones just got away from the right drugs. That's what that was. He just got away from the right Ooh. drugs. That's that's his Remember he was he might have been on that K two. So remember he was naked jumping through glass windows. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, motherfucker had, had that breaking bad. He had that breaking bad blue pure shit. That's what he had. I had to walk the white special. Okay. All right. Hey, look, somebody bring Tay down to reality about tra- trailing Burks, please. Hey, unless, tra- unless, unless Burks go to San Fran, uh, Philly, or just whoever the uh, organization that always run, run, run to a play action, that's the only way he's going to thrive. Other than that, he I give him, I give him this. He, he a hell of a uh, physical blocker. That's about it. All that route tree that you talking about? This nigga ain't got no route tree. He just 
find a spot or try to go the uh, out route, and that's it. I think, I think the issue with, with Traylon Burks is, and I can say Traylon Burks before I even get to him, people got to stop with the, the Debo Samuel type comparison. The difference between Debo and Traylon Burks is Debo is gifted. Like, at taking the ball and making stuff happen. When you watch Debo, it was like, just put the ball in his hands anywhere and positive really? things is going to happen. Not to mention, Debo can actually run routes. Start and stop the ability. Traylon Burks has scored on jet sweep. He has scored from the backfield. He has scored from the slot. He has scored from X. He has scored from Z. Al, I'm driving right now. I cannot pull up the stats. Please pull up the stats, Al. Please. Hey, go ahead, Herb. Continue. Yeah, yeah. He scored from Z and, and X and all the positions. He's 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 a guy that that you can put the ball in the hands and good things happen. He's not the best guy because there's a lot of deficiencies as a wide receiver. He's 6'2", 225 pounds. Yes. However, he can't separate. It's a reason why he wins 50-50 balls. He don't separate the top of his route. It's that simple. When he, I'm, Just remember this conversation in a few months. When you see him lining up at, at against a corner and to separate the top right, he went to push off. He went to push off. <laughs> That's what it's gonna be. I cannot wait. He, I cannot not wait. Nobody with his footwork. So here's he stands his, here's up at the top, round his routes. I have the stats when you're ready. You ready? Yes. All right. And make sure so you, his first sure year. You, you look up yards after catch as well. Okay. And long, his first year. Um, he had 475 yards with no touchdowns on 30 catches, 29 catches. Um, and. He ran the ball from the backfield a little bit as well for 35 yards. Sophomore year, nine games. I guess that's COVID, 2020. Had 51 catches, 820 yards, seven touchdowns, and 75 uh, rushing yards. Last year, <laughs> I'm coming out. Receptions at 66, 11.04 receiving yards, 11 touchdowns, and 112 rushing yards in the touchdown. Look, I'm telling you right, I will drop this goddamn. I ain't even got a mic, and I drop right that, now. That's not moving. What's, what's, what's his longest catch? What's his longest catch? Al, what's his longest play? It'll do a, I know it's got to say that on it somewhere. One second. I see the average in front of. What's his average? He averaged sixteen point seven um yards a catch. The physical. He's a, on, physical, he's a physical runner after the catch. We're not knocking that. He averaged 15 scrimmage yards. We're not knocking that. We just said he ain't the best in, in the receiver in the draft. Got to listen to this because I, I think everybody hot. I think y'all, he, I think y'all on that Zay which, which is, you know, you know what it is? <laughs> and you know what it is? With him, his tree is limited. And, you, and the perfect example as to why his tree is limited, what the stats aren't going to show is you got to look at the type of routes that they that they ran, the type of plays they gave to him. That shows that he's limited. No, 
that shows you that Arkansas's offensive line is limited. That don't well, <laughs> that don't show you that he limited. Nah, he tell you continue. What, go ahead. Ain't no one, no coordinator is going to look at him over the summer and say, you know what? Let's have him run a deep out. Let's have him run a comeback route. Let's have him run a post corner. No. They gonna he say comebacks, back shoulders, but go ahead. No, they're gonna say they said they go let him run a jet sweep, put him on a post, put him on an over route, crossing route, give him the ball out the backfield, throw him a screen, um, shuffle him at tight end, leak him out that way. Anything where he's running in one direction, full speed, that's what they're gonna say with trailing Burks. Because anything where he got a Full speed in one way and turn the opposite way, he rounds his brakes. It's too many steps at the top of the road. And it's it's no not because he's a big man. And that's typically the, the issue with big receivers. Okay. Only only the, the aliens can do that at that size. Julio Jones, alien, Calvin, Randy, only aliens. You feel me? Larry Fitzgerald, aliens. It's no so, not. It's just, it's just he's limited. He has a limited tree, but he's a talented young man. And we'll see. We'll see he picked a hell of a day. He picked a hell of a day to have his best game last year. Um, eight catches Alabama. against Alabama, 179 yards, two touchdowns. So I want you, I want you to how much were they getting blown out by by before he got that? Oh, I don't know. Don't answer that. Do not answer that. That is irrelevant. Motherfuckers probably getting blown up by like 30 and shit. I thought it was close for a little bit. Like like the first half. It was it's Arkansas versus Alabama. No, that was close. I remember this one. We ain't talking about moonshine versus uh moonshine and shit. White people. What, what was that final score? I could have sworn it was close. Yeah, 35-42. Yeah, that's what I thought. Motherfuckers getting blown out. It was a game. Yeah. No, it was three. Hold on. At the half, it was what twenty four fourteen. Yeah. After three, it was thirty four twenty one. And then Arkansas scored fourteen in the fourth. Alabama only scored eight. Yeah, so it was right there with them. The game was already in hand. They just had it was, to nah. in. <laughs> but uh, was, seventy nine of them probably receptions was probably versus the third string red first uh, red shirt freshmen. I'm just saying, like let's let's keep Alabama's secondary in high regard, okay? Because this is Alabama. I mean, I about to say Tay gonna take a hit, whether it's his receiver or his corner at this point. He <laughs> looks like Tay. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Because this corner regard. was getting abused a lot in these receiver drills. What I was looking at. Keep keep him in high regard. All right, let's let's go to the next receiver. Um, if I know, I go, I go, because since we talking about Alabama's secondary, I'll say this. I'm not high really on – well, I'll put it this way. I really don't see any receiver in this draft as they can go to a t- and replace the starting guy that's already there. So, like, for the team that's picking early, who need – well, except for, except for probably – the Falcons, because the Falcons don't have Calvin. So, except for the Falcons. I about to say, the Falcons don't have anybody but um the tight end last year, Pitts. Kyle Pitts, right. 
Right, and they got they got Zacharias. They got a couple guys, but no guys. Like but, I mean, right. they don't have Russell Gage. They don't have Ridley. Like the main. Right, guys. right, right. So like outside of that team, I don't see no one, no receiving this draft will go to any other team and say, you know what, you were the man. I'm replacing. I don't see it, but a lot of them can be productive in this league, and I expect a lot of them be productive in the league. That's why in before the show, I was saying this class reminded me of 2017. In 2017, we were high on it. That was the year we went to Philly. The top, the consensus top five receivers in that draft, all right, I'm going to give you these five names who up and down the line, people said these were the best five receivers in the draft. Tell me which of these top five receivers is the best receiver on their team, all right? Number one was Mike Williams. Number two, people said was Corey Davis. Two B or three, however you word it, um, had it was John Ross. Number four was Juju. And the fifth one was D.D. Westbrook. Okay. Now, also in that draft were the likes of Kenny Galladay, Chris Godwin. Cooper Cup. Those guys weren't mentioned as the consensus top five. I bring that up because that draft had talented receivers. It was maybe one, like they were guys who all can contribute to teams, but arguably it's only one guy on that in, in that class turned out to be the man. Or two guys, because Kenny Galladay was the man. Yeah, Galladay was point. the man in Detroit. And Cooper Cup the man. Right. Right? Cooper Cup the man. Um Corey they Davis had him. Corey Davis had a run, but they, they brought in AJ Brown to replace Corey Davis. After right. his it like towards the end of his rookie deal. You see what I'm saying? Right. So even then, and Mike Williams, he went to a team with Keenan Allen, and he hasn't replaced Keenan Allen as the number one guy. So I'm, I'm bringing it up because I'm not trying to knock and say the class is bad. It's talent. It's just I don't see it. So with that being said, I'm going with Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. You look at Alec Pierce's numbers, it's not going to wow you. If you know <laughs> Cincinnati football the last few years, they've been ultra competitive and putting out talent. They got arguably the best player in the draft this year with Amar Gardner. The thing about Cincinnati, they didn't pass the ball enough to Alec Pierce. T went raving how Traylon Burks destroyed top competition in the SEC. Cincinnati is not in the SEC. It was that Conference USA? Yeah. That's the, all right. Cincinnati played Alabama in, I believe it was called the Cotton Bowl. Semifinals. Alec Pierce, huh? Yeah, the semifinals. I don't really the know. The semifinals, right. The semifinals. So in, in that game, I feel like they sacked Desmond Ritter maybe eight, nine times. It's like every time Desmond Ritter stepped back, an Alabama play was in his face. But if you watch the tape, and I'll send it to you guys early and often, Alec Pierce consistently destroyed 
Alabama secondary to the point where they had to bracket him. Not say destroy at the line, excuse me, run by the best athletes. Nick Saban is one of the, not only one of the best coaches in history, he's one of the best defensive back coaches. And this kid destroyed him with route running, creating separation. Watch his film against Notre Dame. He's big. He's 6'3", 200, I think, 212, 212, somewhere around there. 4'3 guy. A legit deep threat. A white dude with bounce. A 40-inch vertical. Who catches the ball at the highest point, who snatches it out the air. I feel like he was underutilized at Cincinnati because they only used him primarily as a deep threat and a red zone target. And when they did, they found success. Strong hands. He catched the ball in traffic with his hands. It doesn't get to a chest. All hands in the middle of two, three people in, in, in zone windows. If you want to look at separation, watch him at the top of the routes. A man who's 6'3", who bends well and runs out of his brakes. He separates at the top of his routes, unlike some other people that's similar in size. Pause. Just because. I feel like he's a type of player that's not talked about, that's going to wind up in Green Bay and going to give Aaron a like the Jordy Nelson but faster type of receiver. And we're going to look back and say, bro, how the hell did Alec Burks, I'm sorry, Alec uh, Pierce get to Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Super talented kid. And he's physical. So, he's, he's a sleeper of the group. And it's going to be, he's not like, he's not Cooper Cup as far as the route savviness. Cooper Cup, even when he came out, he ran routes like his mama's last name was Jackson. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. You feel me? Like his mama cooked, like she murdered her fried chicken the night before. Yeah. With the buttermilk. That's how he ran his routes. Like she used neck bone to cook her collard greens. That was Cooper Cup coming out. Alec Burke, I'm, gee, I keep saying Alec Burke because that's the basketball player. Alec Pierce isn't Cooper Cup route running. But he's a lot better route runner than, um, actually, I would say at his size, being 6'3", he's the best route runner that's 6'2 six, six and above. He's the best route runner in his draft. And what was his stats for the year? I really don't know. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> because I know, I know Cincinnati ran the ball a lot. They use a tight end a lot. And with that readout with Desmond Ritter, and we look at it, they only use, use Alec on nine routes. Yeah. And I was, they limited, they limited I was, it. I was, I was a fan of Pierce. So I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, this boy balling. Like, he reminds you almost like a damn near. I'm not saying like he a tight end or anything, but everything to go up and get, he coming down with it. Everything. And the simple fact that I was like, well, I know you were talking about 
they didn't feed them enough because they probably loved Ford so much. They was feeding him transfer, running back. And he yep. was from so, Alabama, if I'm not mistaken, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> so um, 52 catches, 884 yards, eight touchdowns. Wait, 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 wait. What did you just <laughs> say? 52 catches, 884 yards, eight touchdowns. Damn. That's crazy. Mm. 17, That's 17 yards. But he never used him to run. So, yeah, 17 yards from scrimmage. Well, right. 17 yards to catch. All right. The whole run thing with, with when he brought up about uh, trailing Burks, I wasn't surprised. And it wasn't that impressive because when I look at somebody like Christian Watson, who was used the same way at North Dakota State and put up better numbers <laughs> in the yeah. run game and in the passing game. So. What's now you got who's your person? George Pickens. Um, remember what now? Yes, sir. All right. So George Pickens out of Georgia. Um he only had played in four games, but had five catches, 107 yards, um, 14 total touchdowns, and um how many games is that? Damn it. 16 plus 8, 24 games, 14 touchdowns in college career. Um 6'3, 200 pounds, junior coming out. Um I much like um, Pierce, he's one of those guys that's going to go up, you know, fight for the ball. Um, I like his routes. I like his competitiveness. One, like I said, he could have, you know, stayed out the whole year. But no, he fought back, came back, and made plays. Um, made two big plays or two um, catches in the championship game. And both of them was big plays. Both of them was deep bones. So, um, what did I have in my? Yeah, it's yeah. a physical receiver, willing to block, go and get the ball, attack the ball in the air or the dive. Um, physical at his size, great route runner. Um, great break on his cuts. Um, good hands, and only. Concern really is injury. I mean, I know best ability is availability, but best ability to me is ability. I don't care if you're available if you're above. <laughs> you got a good point. I mean, but you wouldn't be in the league if you weren't above, if you was above. True. Uh, like to be honest, George Pickens is a mystery to me because one because of the injury. Like you really don't. He had an injury so early, and he's still so young. Mm-hmm. It's still a lot of room to grow. You feel me? All right. So 
Like I can't, I I really can't say he's gonna be like he's. He's a wild card. Yeah, it's it's a true wild card. Um, you highlighted what he does well. You know his he got he got you know deep long speed tracks the I, I love the fact that he um tracks the ball extremely well. Right, like. As a receiver, especially a deep threat, that is a trait that you know you can teach it, but it has some some of it has to be natural ability. And he has the natural ability just to track the ball in the air and run it down. You look at the the catch this year against uh Bama. He had one catch in that game. And he ran that thing down, tracked it the whole way, looking above his head, caught it all hands, flipped his body around, landed safely on his. Yo, it was it was amazing. Like that's natural ability. He had one um, uh, in the Chick Fil A Bowl in twenty one against uh, Cincinnati, where he just beautifully tracked the ball downfield, go get it all hands. Um. I think he stands up at the top of his routes. They need to be a little more clean, but that's something that that will that will be learned over time because he has played so little football. You know what I mean? As well as you know, being a little more physical when the ball is in the air, that'll happen over time. So he's a very interesting and intriguing prospect. Like when you first look at him, it's like, bruh, this might be AJ Green all over again. Right. But we gotta well, that's that's the potential if he run routes. AJ he could Green, be AJ Green all over again, or he could be unfortunately AJ Green all over again. With the injuries. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't even say that. Because even AJ Green with the injuries, was it AJ Green was a unicorn. That was a unicorn because he ran routes like he was 5'8". George ain't, George ain't there yet. So he can be. We'll see how it play out. But I, I think I, – I mean, I'm excited to see where he go. I'll say that. Yeah, ain't, ain't no real knock on him because, like I said, ain't, no, ain't too much film work. He, he needs some more – pretty much needs some more game to his, uh, to his resume. But uh, uh, my player in the I Am series, I went over and over again. Had to keep coming back. My player is six feet, 212 out of Purdue, David Bell. In 2019, he had 86 receptions for over 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns. 2020, he didn't have that many. Uh, I guess he got hurt. He only ended up with 53, 600-plus yards. Eight touchdowns. Last year, 2020, 93 receptions, 12, six, six touchdowns. He is the Tim Duncan silent assassin, will be the Jarvis Landry of this draft. He gets better and better each catch. If you need to go and look at any tape, he put up 217 versus the third ranked Michigan State University. 
who put up 240 versus Iowa, who was ranked second at the time, and put up a good 100 plus versus Ohio State. So the boy gets busy. And I think he's going to be one of those players that be like, damn, day two, day three? How the fuck he fought that far? And he's going to be, he crisp up his route running a little bit more. He's going to be a pro bowler every year. It's going to be a problem for the years to come. What's his name? Bell something, right? Wow. Whoa. That, yo, that was disrespectful. Yeah, it was. After, it's a all, my bad. after all that, what's his name? Oh, my gosh. It, 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 it came right? out that way, and that was that was definitely ignorant, and it wasn't my intention. Uh-huh. All right with that one, boy. That was good. <laughs> that, yeah. wasn't my intention. that was real good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> It wasn't. I swear. You it picked the player that got four four games on his belt. <laughs> so, what's my player's name? That was my nice. player, yo. How tall you said this dude was? Six one. Six six feet. I ain't not. He ain't six one. Why six one? No, this nigga's obviously six feet. He's six one. <laughs> so here's the obvious. Matter of fact, and his number three. This nigga's obviously. He's not only six feet. <laughs> Hold Five on. Nine, yeah. He was he was measured at the combine six one. That shit broke. <laughs> Hold up! No 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 no! You can't do that. <laughs> if, you, if you do that, then Taywan's six nine. <laughs> His six nine uh, tight ends is accurate. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck is he six one, yo? Hey. Six one. Yeah. I think Yeah, I think David Bell is a solid, very solid talent. Real solid talent. <laughs> Real smooth. Um he's not scared to go across the middle. That's my thing. I, I enjoy about him. Yeah. Um everybody gets so caught up with the um I, it's it's not a bad thing because you need that in today's football, the ability to to run away from people with the ball in your hands, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the reasons why Traylon Burks is so attractive because you know he might he might have ran you know four I think he ran like four five five forty yeah he ran four five five yeah but when you watch the film it's like hold up he run he running faster than four five right. And whereas but, the opposite, uh, the opposite was Alshon. Like Alshon looked like he was playing slow, but his forty, he ran four four three. Like, wait a minute, what mm-hmm. the hell? It was crazy. So with David Bell, he don't run away from people, but he gonna get open. The he thing I was open. noticing about Burks when he ran his forty at the combine, which kind of scares me. If you want to take those combine numbers for what it is. His start, that 10 yards, is slow as hell. He, if you talk about he not getting away from nobody, that 10 yards makes a difference. Listen, you're preaching to the choir. Now imagine, now imagine them, them 10 yards, right? Now imagine him running an out route at 10 yards. Everybody gonna be right there for what it look like. Imagine, imagine running the curl at 10. 
he gotta he gotta throttle down and run, like come on. That's why that's why it's gonna be jet sweeps, it's gonna be screens, there's gonna be posts, it's gonna be over routes, it's gonna be drags, it's gonna like hit it's gonna be um a speed cut dig. It's gonna yeah, be stuff like that. His acceleration that's what it's gonna be with him. Yeah. With with David Bell, he can run the route tree. Yeah. He's 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 a solid route runner. I give you an example of a guy who ran slow, uh, ran a slow forty time. Actually, I think his same his forty time was the same as David Bell. Yeah, it was the exact same. It was four five. I mean four six five. Cooper Cup, four six five yeah. forty. The difference <laughs> is he separates on his routes. Yeah, he became a better, a much better route runner too. I mean, he was already a good route runner. Became a great. And that's David. Like, I'm not saying he's going to be Cup. I'm not saying that, because Cup, like, Cup was just Cup is different. What I'm saying is, like, with John, John mentioned Jarvis, it could be in that mode, tough, gritty, over the catch. I think Jarvis ran four six somewhere around there at, at the pro at the combine too, or at his pro day. No, I think it was four six at the at the combine. And he bumped it down to like the low four fives at his pro day. But either way, I could that's I think that's a pretty fair comp and ceiling for David Bell, who I think will fit in pretty much mm-hmm. any situation. He's gonna he'll be a solid piece. Okay. So let's do this. Um I mentioned I mentioned, you know, um Green Bay for Alec Pierce would be insane. For a guy like uh, David Bell, John, who who you envision as like a perfect fit? Uh, Give me a second. I need I need Taewon to get back on here at some point once he gets you know situated what he got going on because I really want to find out what team Traylon Burks can go to and unseat the number one option. Like no. I, I'm I'm struggling to pick a team. Actually, no. Yeah. Let's go down the list. I, I will welcome the I will welcome the um I will welcome the challenge of him and Philly. Over Devontae? I will welcome that challenge. <laughs> Bruh, Devontae? You know how many yards Devontae put up this year? I like Devontae. I told you I want to take a, a trip up to Philly. Bruh, <laughs> bruh, that's a loss. I mean, no, that's a win for Philly because how they could use him, especially with, with Hurts. Right. But ain't no way he taking Devontae. What? What? Right. You see what that kid I, I was mean, doing? I would like to see it. I would like to see them battle for it in camp. Bruh, that ain't no that, that's my thing. Ain't no battle. That's easy. <laughs> like, bruh, that's that's food. Uh, to answer the question, Herb, I can see him in Chicago, Atlanta, or Detroit. Firmly organizations that need some type of consistency in the receiver position, and it's gonna always move the ball and get open. 60 plus receptions. Bruh, I pray out of those three teams. I pray in Jesus' name that it will be Chicago. That's the only one with a stable quarterback <laughs> as as of right now. Like they right. committed to Justin Fields. Please, Lord, 
Because if if he go a situation where they must run get another quarterback next year, it's like, oh, or a new coach hmm. or a new GM, it's like, bruh, going through the wayside. I would think the Chicago for um Pickens. George Pickens, yeah. You forgot his own player name. See, yeah. I told you I'm horrible with names. See, he ain't believing him. He ain't, he didn't give him a nickname. Wait, Al used to give somebody a nickname. He ain't give him a nickname. I did give him a nickname. My name is GP. How you choose a Georgia team player over over Florida and shit? Cause we ain't had no receivers this year. Oh, oh that's the principle about it. I'm glad he said hey, that. Oh, Emory Jones, <laughs> Jones is what Lamar Jackson haters think Lamar Jackson is. That guy is literally only running, can't throw the ball for shit. Mm. <laughs> they had a big who's that big tight end that scored against um Florida State? He was massive. And he wore a, I think he wore number eight. He wore eight. Oh, five, okay. God, it was this year. It was this season. Right. No, Pitts Pitts was like a wide receiver when he was there. This kid looked right. like a legit tight end. Like he about two two forty five. Six five two forty five, like big kid. Mm. But um, yeah, George Pickens is interesting. Like the fact that we don't know. Pickens is it's interesting. Um, it's let's let's talk about some of the top guys who's who's considered the top guys at the draft. We got um. Get y'all, let's get y'all thoughts on them. Um, I'll start with Drake London, USC. Um, I like Drake. Um, you do like Drake. More of a basketball player. I need you do him. like Drake, don't you, Al? No, definitely not. You do like Drake. Say it again. Definitely not the rapper Drake. No. No. See, we we'll use that sound bite. Somebody gonna use it and just run with it. Drake, Al said it. Remember. <laughs> It was like 4'11", 2022. You said you like Drake, Nick? Yeah. Nick, Drake you London, I, conversation. Look at him. <laughs> he's good football. I mean, he's, he's a basketball player. I need him to translate a little bit more to um, football. I think he can high point the ball on the outside. I haven't seen much as far as route running, but I got to look again. And like I said, just what six five something like that. He legit six five on the outside. Yeah, I think like USC used Drake London to the similar, actually, probably pretty much the same way, well, similar way that um, Arkansas used Traylon Burks. Like they use them on sweeps. They lined them up at, at you know. In a slot, line them up as Z and F and X and Y. He lined up everywhere, and he just put the ball in his hand. Whether it was a screen, whether it was outs, digs, nine routes, stop routes, comeback routes. Like Shorty ran it all, and he got strong hands. Right, really strong hands, and his routes are pretty good for somebody to six five. It ain't legendary like Megatron. But it's pretty good. The the thing I love about Drake London the most 
is I don't know if um people got a lot of light skin jokes like to him, but the way he run the ball after the catch, it's like, bruh, I'm not letting the first guy tackle. Like in my mind, I'm wanna I, like I gotta get positive yards. Um it's still room to improve. Even then, he doesn't seem like like he's going to be the best option. He's just going to be like a guy that's going to help out a team, mm-hmm. like in a in a big way, a, a deep threat, a red zone target. Um, yeah, like yeah, he he's solid. I think he's a solid prospect. I. I thought he was good. I don't. I don't believe like he's um, game changer. Like you, like, like kind of how you say like he'll help the team. I don't believe there's a separation level as I feel like there's from back end receivers that I scouted while in this draft. So I mean, I just think he's not an average but good receiver. I don't think he should be in the top five conversation. But that's just I. I just think when it's when people watch him, it's a preference thing, especially coming from USC. USC. So I don't believe he's a top five receiver. One thing I'm noticing from watching him is he don't get, I ain't going to say no separation, but it's always somebody on him when you catch the ball. Right. And and, and that, I'm glad you brought that back up because I almost got that point. We we point to that about he catching 50-50 balls in college. Is that really a good thing? Like, no matter what conference you play in, is that really a thing to highlight in today's football? It depends on – I think it depends on who you are, honestly. Right, right, right. Let me just rephrase that. Like, if that's like – if you're not route runner, like, if you're not proficient and efficient as a route runner, is just saying you're a 50 50 ball guy, you win those matchups a great thing. Because to me, that means you're limited. Like, if I'm, especially if I'm picking you in the first round in the first 15 or so picks, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Guys, like Amari Cooper went top five when he came out. There wasn't damn near no 50 50 ball catches on his, on his tape. You know what? He he got open, open. You feel me? What well, AJ Green thing. was top none five. These, none of these Alabama um wide receivers have that though. You are damn. No, 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 no. This year? <laughs> no, this I'm not year? saying this year. I'm talking about oh. the top guys we can think of that's in the league from Alabama. They have they, they wide the hell open. They oh you talking about the 50-50 ball? Yeah, they don't have that in right because they get wide open. Right, 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 right. right. Outside of outside of Julio, and even Julio yeah, separates wide open with his right. Yeah, yeah, right. And even he separated. <laughs> so the fifty fifty was just uh, was the bonus. Right, like and that we, should be in, in goal line. I'm gonna throw it up. Julio gonna go get it. Yeah, right. The, and that's the good point because fifty fifty ball should be the bonus on top of what else you could do. That shouldn't be. <laughs> That should be He's your number 50, one. 50 guy. You feel me? Like, come on. Because you sound like a tight end at the end of the day. I'm like, I'm going to need you to move your position. Right. Right. 
Oh. Bro, I can't um, see that for Drake. Well, four, well, four, like, like, um. But, you know, he's not running past anybody. Nah, 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 nah. I haven't seen him outrun anybody yet. I've seen him out physical, but not outrun. I seen one. I forgot what game it was. He got behind the secondary. I think it was on a post route. Like, when the ball was in the air, you see him running. Nobody was within maybe 10 yards of him. He catch the ball and he get walked. <laughs> this is Colorado. I'm watching right now. And it's not even – this ain't Jimmy Smith, Colorado. This is Colorado. Hey, you didn't go back that far. Woozy was at Colorado. Oh, there's an Uzi yet. Just a kilo was there. They had some players, but um, without going through that. everybody, I'll say guys like John Mechie, Jameson Williams, Chris Olave, um. I want to put Wandale in there, but I'm not because I'm a little I'm a little skeptical because it seems like Kentucky been putting out the same wide receiver since Randall Cobb. Mm. And ain't, ain't none of them pan out to be Randall Cobb. So I'll just say Jameson, Olave, and Mechie. Just off the top of my head, they are the game changer second pieces because of as well. because of, I'm talking about because of their speed. Oh, okay. Wilson, Wilson is a route runner. Yeah. He can run routes. He got solid hands. Um, but Jameson Williams, man, like I see him, he ran, I think it was against, uh, it was either A&M or Mississippi state. He ran like a 15 yard, um, hitch against off coverage. The way he ran it was beautiful because he started out like half speed running the route and then he sped it up and then broke down. Bop, 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 ran the hitch. He runs it on the hashes on the right side of the field. All right. He catches the ball on the hashes on the right side of the field. He then proceeds to go all the way to the left sideline. And up the field, no one is close enough to spit on him. Mm. That type of speed is unfair. I'm like, yo, yeah, little hammer. Do, do you think we would be still talking about him if he stayed at Ohio State? Jameson was at Ohio State? Yes. So what the hell did he go to Alabama the first time? No, 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 never mind. I take that back. <laughs> It was yeah. deep. I don't blame him. It was deep. That was like Judy Waddle. Yeah, he had Devontae. Yeah, he had he had a whole bunch of folks in there. I understand. Mm. Oh man, he picked the right time to go to Alabama. I give him that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He picked the right time because now you look at Ohio State because they got Smith Jigba, Marvin Jr. Like they got a couple guys who's coming behind. Olave and Wilson. Actually, if you put some weight on Drake, he might actually become a tight end. I ain't going that far. <laughs> I think he can play receiver. <laughs> he ran routes pretty good to be a receiver. 
He all right out there. It's just, you know, we'll see how that play out. Uh, who's, no, who's he's not running away from nobody. I've yet to see a footage of him running away from nobody. It's not going to happen, Al. He's not that guy. Just like you don't see Mike Evans running away from nobody. No, no, no. Did he run away from Ramsey? That was after, that was after he pushed him off. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's what that was. But who's some other sleepers in this draft? Like, I gave mine, and now I am serious. Um, right. Well, I, I got um, Mika Emezi uh, from NC State. Other than, you know, you, I, I believe you you describe Traylon Burke to a T, other than he's not as fast as him. He's going to get the 50-50 balls. He's going to have his dog moments. You can't come up to him soft with no arm tackles because he's going to walk through him. Um, when it comes in the clutch, he's going to finish games. So I think um, you should go watch him. Um, Charleston Rambo, Oklahoma, Miami player, always open, always fighting, always having dog moments. Um who else? I, I like the Kyle Phillips from UCLA. I think he's a consistent player. He reminds me of uh, Kamara or Christian McCaffrey when he gets the ball in the middle of the field. He's just a problem. I think he can. I think he can get a lot of receptions and be on the team if he gets the shot. But his height and uh, slot receiver as a white guy don't know if he's gonna get that um, availability. And. That's probably all I got to say about sleepers, because you already got one of my other sleepers heard. I'm gonna go Romeo Dobbs. I sleeper. see why. I see why uh, Sky Moore gets a lot of uh, love, certain about because he's aggressive with his uh, footwork and uh, route running. But like, I'm telling me he needs more work on it. But he's real aggressive with his uh, footwork and uh, off the line of scrimmage. To me, Sky Moore is um, – he could be a game-changer type receiver as well because he's twitchy. Twitchy, has that dog mentality across the middle. Not Like, he lived there. Um, and when he gets the ball in his hand, he got he got runaway speed as well. So he, he could be an asset for real. Um. Who knows? Like, he run routes well, got bounce. At 5'9", it's, it's hard for guys to be the guy. Like, off the top of my head, Steve Smith is, like, the only one. Steve what? Largent, you know, back in the day, he was a short guy who went up and got and was, like, the guy in Seattle. Outside of them two, it's hard to remember someone that small becoming a guy. But if anyone I think who has the potential to be, it could be Sky Moore. My sleeper would be Romeo Dobbs out of Nevada. Like about him, Al. 
I like his hands. I mean, he's he's fast, but his hands are very reliable. His his hands. Mm-hmm. Romeo. Romeo. Oh, so let me go back and watch. All right. No. I gotta go back and watch. Go back and watch. He got, he was a um speed. He fast guy too, right? He pretty quick. I guess you could say that. Yeah, I would say quick. I want to say I want to say fast. I say quick. You can kind of beat right the line of scrimmage. Right. Calvin Austin, I think Taewon mentioned him early, earlier. He remind me of um like Dwayne Eskridge out of uh Central Michigan. What was that two years ago? They went up to Seattle. He hasn't seen the field too much yet, but small guy who's explosive and just got yak like crazy. So it'd be interesting to see how, you know, how uh he translates to the league and where he goes. Cause he could fall into that, you know, that Dexter McCutcheon type role in like the um, I won't say early Kansas City, but like 2010 era of Kansas City. It was that oh was that the tens? Yeah, that was the tens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anybody else stand out? I mean, any thoughts on, or like any thoughts on the uh, top guys you want to mention or, or someone we haven't mentioned you wanted to, to bring up? Uh, what, what was, uh, Tay's, uh, point on, um, Wondell? He, he didn't really make it too tough. He was saying that, um, Wondell was, he was saying that Traylon Burks is one of the fastest in this draft, like with Wondell uh, Robinson and Calvin Austin. See, I think um, I think Robinson he he not he not fast. He got he got quick, crazy acceleration and burst. But if you watch a lot of his uh, that's a lot of his tape. He gets walked down a lot. Yeah, it's the stop ratio. He gonna have a lot of highlight reels in the NFL, but that's gonna be it. He not walking past nobody and just getting a touchdown. So I, I think he quick. He just not fast. So if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, uh, your take on Dotson from Penn State? Did you watch more of him? They, a lot of people say he's gonna be sneaky, top five, seven receiver off the board. Um, I just say, what was that last year? Mm-hmm. Like he caught he caught my attention last year. I forgot what what receiver was coming out. Well, I just I mean I just like you know Big Ten football. Y'all know me. So like he caught my attention last year. Uh, I think he's a. Solid receiver. 
Like, Penn State, I, the Penn State got a lot of the small guys who, you know, are shifty and solid route runs. Like, they've been putting that out it's like for a minute. You go from Deshaun um, Hamilton to KJ Hamler, now Jahan. Even even the kids, I forgot the other kid who didn't pan out a few years back was a solid route runner. The thing with Jahan that I love, man, he ain't afraid to just go get it. Like, he 5'11", but he plays above the rim. They ain't like the quarterback wasn't scared to throw him up, you know, jump balls against any corner. And a couple times he come down with them up. Um, like on a scale of, how can I put it? Deshaun Hamilton to Chris Gowley. I'm going to leave Allen Robinson out, out of this. Because Allen Robinson was, you know, a few years before. But on the scale of Deshaun to Godwin, Jahan is, like, right in the middle. Mm. I think Godwin, the best prospect out of there, receiving prospect out of there since, uh, since Allen Robinson. Mm. And that was 2017. Uh, another uh, player I like watching, but it depends on what formation he's in. Was uh, Kalea Shakir from Boise State? Boise, yeah. His ability to make difficult catches is going to make him a game changer if he gets the consistency to get on the field and stay on the field. And when he's when he in a slot or like the trips, he's one of the most dangerous receivers in college because he has a knack of getting open and finding the seams and getting just staying where he needs to be at and getting lost and, and getting wide open consistently. Mm-hmm. So if he can get in that formation consistently to a team that has that, he can be a, a consistent, dangerous receiver. Right. It's funny because I hate bringing up Burks just because Taewon ain't here. <laughs> because every time, like, when you – you talking about the um, – the system and how to use them. For some reason, I was thinking about Christian Kirk when he was coming mm-hmm. out of A&M. And yeah. it was just like, just give Kirk the ball. He was making circus catches, all of that. Just give Kirk the ball and watch something good happen. Yeah. Shakir kind of give me that vibe, too. <laughs> what you think Justin Ross? Justin Ross? Yeah. It's yo, Justin Ross and George Pickens are because if this was like two years ago, we be like, man, Justin Ross is best in the draft. <laughs> Remember, Justin's supposed to be the guy. He's supposed to be the next one. And yeah. then injuries. Who's it? Back to back years. I think so, yeah. Major injuries. Like, I don't, I don't know. I think Justin Ross still got a lot left in the tank. Um, I think he had good hands. Always, that was just that was natural. Right. Bounce and all that. Um, 
don't know. I think the medical will scare you away because he had those major injuries. I think one was a neck. What was yeah, one was a neck and one was a knee, right? I remember I one was a, I don't know. I just know it was an injury. I don't know what injury though. I remember one was was I believe it was a spinal joint because I remember he got hit in the uh the back of the end zone. I remember that one. Um man, I feel like John Ross, Justin Ross, if mentally he's healthy because injuries take a toll on you mentally. If mentally he's healthy, somebody could get a hell of a play. And, and he translates, you know, to adjust well to the NFL game. If he adjusts, he could be a hell of an asset for somebody. Okay. So who do you didn't like? Who you would like? Turn this shit off. And off. Boy. Mm-hmm. No one you didn't like at all in the, in the um this coming draft receiver. No, 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 not really. I mean, I wouldn't say didn't like it was, it was a, it was a matter of like he'll be a career backup, special teamer. Maybe maybe third, you know, it was stuff like that. It wasn't been like you know, I just don't like this kid. Maybe I get that far. <laughs> right. What about uh, all right? What about Bo Melton, Ruckers? I like Bo. I like that kid. I like Bo a lot. I like Bo. Yeah, Bo another bird. Who did he? Who did he remind? What like? Who do you remind you of? Like somebody's game. Mm. Oh, that's tough. When I watched him, I said, I don't that's know why. Tough. Like Miko and Diggs at times. Miko, Miko. Miko That's what I thought you meant. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's in between. Like when you watch him, like, oh, he can walk away from you. We had like a different like type of Kansas City. System, and then sometimes when he physical and like awkward and like running routes, he looked like digs at the time. So it was like, I, I like this kid. That's tough, man. I can't, I can't, I can't give him a second one. I can't do that one. Like flawless. I'm talking about like hints of it, like, like remind me of certain things that Diggs does in the game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can see. See what you mean. I don't know. Cause it's like in the way they use them. Yeah. Um I can't go Tyler because Tyler was, you know, Tyler Lock was my guy. I won that yeah. I am series too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we might have to go back to our I am series and just like look at him like yeah. I might I might I might have won that one too, if I'm not mistaken. But Tyler Lockett like was a, was is a route runner, a super route runner, and a, a true deep threat. Oh uh, man, I don't. It's tough, John. It's tough. I like Bodo. All right, 
Let me give you one more person. Um, I can't say I can't pronounce his first name. This is Ooh, go Velis ahead, Jones bro. Jr. from Tennessee. Velis. Velis. Yeah, Velis. Velis Jones. Yeah. What you think he, about him? Burner. He him and Bo are similar to me. I think, I think they're similar. Smaller guys, explosive, really good hands, really good um, contorting their body and making making catches. Um, like he, they the type of guys make you back up. Ellis <laughs> Jones gonna make you back up a bit, or or you gonna try to press him. Like, let me let me jam him up yeah. and, and see if that'll work. But it, it you know, he type of they got he got that that his speed is different. Well, I can say different. I can say that because I think James Jameson got the different speed. Metco Mechi is a problem. As long as them boys, some Alabama boys, healthy. They're mm-hmm. going to be handfuls of somebody, Ross. Man. Uh, who, who was the person you didn't like? Who y'all didn't like? Y'all just, y'all just cut it off. I didn't watch that far. Uh, let me look through my list. Let's see how much video I was like, yeah, cut this shit off. Hmm. I didn't like Romeo. I didn't cut it off. I just didn't like. I thought he was too stiff. Like nigga just stood up straight. We do run straight in his routes. Uh. And like Dixon from Nicholas State. And. I mean, I don't have no problem with Dalterio Drummond. I just think he needed to run routes. He just would like he, the system he was in. He was like running to a spot, get open, which ain't bad because he knows how to, he knows the system yeah. how to own a certain thing. I just need to see him run routes. Yeah, a lot, a lot of um, a lot of schools do that, and a lot mm-hmm. of players in this draft that receiver are victim of that. Where you know early on, I saw I was seeing. It was, you know, those type of concepts based on um, pre-snap alignment, and they just they just picking on um, the quarterback is picking on the um, a backer per se. Let's just say um, this backer has the inside backer has um, he got curl flats, and you just reading based on you know. As as a receiver, all right. If he goes to the curl flat, you just peel your um your post route off and just to sit in the hole. You replace him where he's at. It was little stuff like that, where you just read it on the fly, and that's good because mentally, you know that you got players that can grasp the concepts and read it on the run. But it just made you dig a little deeper to scout them. That's all. 
All right. Crazy, weird, and random. I don't know if you got an answer to this. But the reason I'm asking this WNBA draft is on right now. NBA draft? Huh? You said the NBA draft? WNBA draft. Oh, I said, it ain't June. <laughs> How long do these women got to stay in college? That's a great question. The fact that I don't see a Leah Boston name up here, I'm like, all right, maybe she ain't coming. Did they do here. four years? I thought they did four years. Do they have to? Probably. If they, if, they, if, if the fact that they gotta, um, after the WNBA season, they gotta go overseas and play more basketball to make ends meet. That's some BS. Then I mean, I guess it's. I mean, like I, I said, you got to say all four years or so. I mean, ain't no need to come out if I'm still going to be broke. Get right? that motherfucking degree and keep it moving. Right? Something about Amaya, Angel, Chuck, Simone. To me, yeah, damn, everybody. Fighting this stage for all four years. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, Al, since we had the basketball, just quick thoughts. Your Lakers. Fire Frank Vogel. They they end the season with a W. One forty six, one forty one winner over uh Denver. Denver. How ironic is that? Because on the winning time, it's a episode about Lakers in Denver first game after the incident. That's funny. Don't pay me no mind. I ain't watch it. Don't don't tell me. I ain't watch it yet. Yeah 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 yeah. Um. Yeah, what's your thoughts on on <laughs> the whole Lakers situation? Because you had a revelation recently. I mean, I said this when we signed Russell Westbrook and when we signed Carmelo and we signed Kent Bazemore and leave Kent out other, of it. All these, all these other old players. I thought it would be a dope All Star team in twenty twelve, not twenty twenty two, and. That's what it was. It was a team of old guys. Now, I think moving forward, instead of Jeannie Buzz, you know, calling in favors from Magic and Kareem to call out LeBron, don't let him control your organization. Who? Jeannie Buzz calling out LeBron with Magic and, and Kareem. Oh, yeah. Having them take shots. Out the blue, like just stop letting that man run your organization. You got people in place that can run your organization. Let them run it. It can't be the cl- the Los Angeles Lakers or the Los Angeles Clutch Sports Agency. Like this is. See, that's why I respect Pat Riley so much in Miami. Like, they wasn't going to let LeBron run the show. Right. And he had to go back to Cleveland. I right. love that. I absolutely love that. Because what was it? After LeBron left, was it, what, five years? After he left, four five years after he left, they was back in the uh, championship game? Somewhere around there, right? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With the same coach who was one of the best coaches in the game. 
Like that's that's beautiful to me. That's understanding the bigger picture. When the Lakers brought in Rob and Magic, I mean, okay, let's see what they do with it. Made a whole bunch of moves. Y'all, y'all know I was against it. Like, all right, bring LeBron in. Cool. Let LeBron go with the young guys. Nah, let's get rid of the young guys. That was Magic thing. He wanted to get AD and LeBron. That was his vision. Well, actually, it necessarily wasn't Magic's thing because remember, I was mad at him for saying Brandon Ingram is Brandon Ingram is untradeable. No, 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 no. It was his thing to get Matt to get LeBron in AD. What he wanted was LeBron, AD, and BI. Okay, that's what it was. But, but what's his name? Um, who took over for um? Shucks, what's the white dude name? He was he was like a GM or something, a president in Cleveland. And then he went down to New Orleans. I can't remember his name. But he wasn't no dummy. He said, look, bro, ain't no way in hell. <laughs> you keep it B.I. And, and giving me Kuzma. <laughs> like, no, sir, I need B.I. if you want A.D. That's how that thing went. Okay. But I thought, I thought, everybody said the bubble year is an asterisk. People, well, everybody. People say that it shouldn't count. But when you look okay. at that team that was built, Rob Palenka did a really good job of building a team that could play multiple styles. Mm-hmm. They were big, long defenders to, to switch off, um, to switch everything. And also mm-hmm. by having JaVale and Dwight, it allowed AD to play on the perimeter, which he wants to do. Right. Because in his mind, he's still a guard. Right. I think we have we had defenders, and at that team, we had three and D players: um, Green and Casey, KCP, Yeah, KCP. So you had those three and D players, even though your issue was shooting. Right. You still had these three and D players. And yeah, down the stretch, the issue was shooting. Yeah, and then for some reason, I don't know what it was. They panicked, and this summer. Well, some before that, when they got rid of the bigs and tried to switch things up, I'm like, yo, wait, 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 wait. Wait, why y'all switching it up? Why y'all messing up the formula? Then you lose to Phoenix. This year is the whole – it's the clutch – I ain't going to say it's a clutch sports team. It was just – it's weird to me. It just became LeBron (laughs) and company. LeBron's world tour with his friends. It's just – Say, John, get Chris I, Paul, you want to get his friends, sure. right? They went Chris Paul, go they win. No, they, right? They, they was trying to get Chris Paul, but he, they, you know, <laughs> they weren't gonna work. They couldn't make the money right. John, I promise you. After this, after this comment, I got, I got two. Basically, these might be two. Uh, what you call it? Controversial statements I'm about to make. One is the NF, NBA. One is the NFL. Mm. LeBron James. By far, an all-time great, one of the goats. I won't even argue with people if you put him number if he's if he's number one. I ain't gonna argue. He's not number one to me, but I'm like, hey, I respect it. In my mind, the biggest failure in LeBron James' career is the fact that he's so. What you call it? Uh, basketball smart. 
that the biggest failure is he didn't allow he didn't allow to show his greatness without the ball. In his mind, and in the GM's mind, if you want to win, just put the ball in LeBron's hands. We're going to win that way. If you, if LeBron would have transitioned, like I said, a few years ago, when he went to L.A., all right, perfect. You got Lonzo, who's who's an exceptional passer, who can see the floor. Mm-hmm. You're 6'9". Play off ball. You can still control the game down the stretch, but play off ball. Show your greatness that way. And win and build and win. The fact you were saying that, that you, you were saying uh, that before you were saying that before he even was went to LA. Even was, before LA, I've been before, saying it. You were saying that before LA. You was like, he yes. Was, you said that it's gonna come down to a time that he's gonna have to not have the ball in his hands and he's gonna have to transition. And when if he can do that, his game is go. But he go like yeah. like like now you look at him, he dominates the ball, and it's like it's not translating the wins. We point I mean, to Westbrook. We point to Westbrook. That's fine. It's rightfully so. He earned he earned it. But LeBron dominating the ball at 37 years old, that's not winning. It's not, but yet and still, LeBron dominating the ball at 37. Well, we did dominate the ball. It wasn't 37. It was 35. Let the league in assists. We did win. It did. The thing is. You say y'all did win? We did. With him dominating the ball, he led the league in assists the year. I get we, that. They actually and, won and, the and, that, and that points to his greatness. It points to his greatness. I'm saying you, you win one title, and then after that, it was like. But again, I think nothing. it's the pieces that you put around LeBron. Like if you put someone that's a that's off that can play off the ball, like a DeRozan, like a Buddy, like a, you know. Dame has to do it now, but I think Dame can just be a, a catch and shoot guy because he can shoot. Nah, if you man. surround him with pieces, Bill, you surround him with pieces that can shoot, then yeah, he can still have the ball and dominate, and you can still win that way. You yeah. can't put him, Westbrook, Melo, um, and players that need the ball, AD, and say, all right, here, make it work. What? Yeah, everybody that needs just- to get the ball. And yeah, that's backwards to go around. Yeah, that's that's that was just wrong. And he, and at this age, I'm like, let it transition. My thing is that like he's great with the ball in his hands, but he can be so his game isn't limited just having the ball in his hands. Uh-uh. You, you get what I'm saying? Right. Think of to me the best LeBron James, the scariest LeBron James, was when they won their first championship in Miami. When at times D Wade handled the ball and LeBron was just coming off screens and stuff. Mm-hmm. That LeBron was out of this world. Like you couldn't do nothing with him. Cause it's like, all right, you take the ball in his hands, he get open. That's a bucket. Or or once the ball swings from him, you gotta double him. And that opened up to everything else because he sees the floor so well. You see what I'm uh, saying? And uh, the ball is hand early, you doubling him early or forcing out his hand early. You see what I'm saying? It, it I mean, I would rather him have the ball than Westbrook. I'm sorry. I, I wasn't going to call him that. That's my bad. I'd rather him Ooh. have the ball over Westbrook. 
I get all of that. I get I get all of that. It's just part of Twitter though. So you can't. I I get all that, but it just comes a point in in his in his career where it's like, man, make that transition. Gotta make, especially at this age, you gotta make that transition to stretch them last few years out of your life. Thank you, Ken. Like I said, we just from the bubble, the bubble year, even last year. That's crazy, yeah. What happened? I think you had a pause moment. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you said you rather had a ball in West. <laughs> that was crazy. I ain't even repeat it. <laughs> that was super crazy. All but, right, but look. even from the year of you know COVID, we didn't have a shooter. You get you got rid of all of the shooters now. They had a shooter. He was just cold. They had shooters. Danny Green was cold for a whole goddamn month. That was one shooter. But you got to remember, Rondo, the, the least likely person, Rondo was like 45% from three in the bubble. Yeah, because Rondo was – I'll rock with playoff, Rondo. Uh, here we go. All right. Anyway, all right, hear me out. This might be controversial. It's a question. I'm going to put it this way. John, who's nah, the, say, uh, nah, say it the way you was going to say it. I'm, I'm, just, I'm asking the question first. I'm asking the question uh, first, then I, I throw it out there. Who the who the five best tight ends in history? In history? Or well, that you've seen. Oh, that I've seen. Yeah. Well, hey. All right, hold up. Who you got, Al? Gronk, Shark, Gonzalez, Gates. You said Gronk, Gonzalez, Gates, Spanish Shark, Shark. Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, and you gotta give me one more. Oh no! I'll I'll, I'll say Kelsey. I'll play, I'll play Kelsey there as far Kelsey, as from right. ninety to to now. I'll put Kelsey there. All right, John. Who you got? Ooh. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, Bray, Tony G. I, I, Tony G was, was the GOAT. Tony G the GOAT. <laughs> Way around it. Yeah. Tony G, Gates, Sharp, Gronk. I'm missing somebody. Mm. I'm missing somebody. All right. So why you? I, I, I'm not gonna say it, it'd be disrespectful not to put him in the list because I know by the time he retired, he's gonna be he's gonna smash a lot of records. So I'm gonna say Kelsey, but I, on the outside looking in, I want to say Winton, even though I'm the most disrespectful hating the nigga in the world at Winton because he he do this, don't go still find a way to get open. It get um, yards, yo. Right. Even the outside looking in, I'm gonna put him on the outside looking in. I can't. I, I really, you, you really can't put. Uh, what's what's the other Forty Niners tight end in it yet? Kittle. Kittle. Yeah, because he he hurt. Yeah, that's the funny thing for me though. He, that nigga be hurt every other year. So, that's the funny thing for me. I like Kittle more than I like Kelsey. I was if you're asking me who's better, I would say Kittle. But because of availability and yards and 
system, I got to say Kelsey at this point. Man, Kelsey was getting it in before <laughs> Matt Mahomes. Right. That nigga was getting it in with fucking uh, Alex Smith and shit. Like, Bray said, oh, uh, Dallas Dallas Clark. Clark. I wanted to do the tight end. Yo, Yo, Bray got Dallas Clark over Kelsey. Touchdown pass. Yeah, Bray boy is still on high from his birthday. Dallas Clark <laughs> over Kelsey. Look, whatever shit he's smoking, let that nigga <laughs> put that shit on. No, I say Julius Thomas over Kelsey. Shit, but that, that outrageous thing. We ain't gonna do that. We ain't going that far, man. <laughs> nah, Dallas Clark. Nah, we, we ain't that. Hey, but 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 I'm glad he did say Dallas Clark though, because that bring that bring me to my point, my my question. Yeah, what is that that that, that you really gotta think about to answer? Yeah, is Gronk really top five, or was was he a product of Tom Brady? Nah. I'm just saying. His hands are still top five. His blocking is still top five. That's whiff or without Brady. I don't think Brady got anything to do with that man blocking. And if that's so, the case, Aaron Hernandez is a top five rushing piece. Whoa. Aaron Hernandez is way better than Grove. Like, let's not get it twisted. Come on. Come on. Like, Hernandez was but, the guy. But Aaron Hernandez wasn't the fucking tight end, though. Yes, he was. Hey, he, was. was <laughs> he was. He was everything. Thank you. He was. Thank he you. Was, That's what I'm trying to say. Tra- wait, wait. He was Hernandez everything. Was, he was George Kittle before George Kittle. Yeah. He was George Kittle on the blocking. He was Travis Kelsey on the routes. He was Ev- Everett Ingram on the speed. He was definitely fast. The whole like Hernandez was was I think Roger Cooper was the slowest receiver on that team out of Hernandez, Haywood Bay, Percy Harvin, Raleigh Cooper. Like Raleigh Cooper was the slowest person in like four seven, four six. I just I just wonder because I'm like, is Grunt really that good? Or just the fact he played his entire career? With the greatest quarterback of all time, and not only just the greatest quarterback of all time, the the fact that he knows how to win in clutch moments and he reads defenses so well, he's one of the smartest quarterbacks of all time. He just know where to put the ball, where Gronk should be in certain coverages. Does that play a part in it? I, I believe it plays a part, not like a a eighty twenty. Maybe a 60-40 part. Because there's some balls in um causing events that was in the air where he had to fight. There was some times that he was double covered. He got smacked across the middle. He put in his work. So I believe he he deserved to be in the top five over Dallas Clark, over um Jason Witten and the rest of them. Jason Witten after a while just was there to play the game and collect the paycheck and still break niggas' ankles, but he wasn't as damaging as Gronk it was. In his later years. Gotcha. Like, but you said, have, have I ever seen that? You could say, somebody's going to say, what about Winslow Senior or what about such uh, Ozzy or what, like, yeah, I can't. Have I seen? So, right. That's yeah, why I said I, mean, I prefer fact- from 90 to now because you got, you got Ozzy, you got Mackie, you got Winslow, and I can't really compare 
an error that I didn't see. Oh, this shit is yeah. Like John, I don't think you had Shannon Sharp in your top five. I did. Oh, mm-hmm. right. I did. He was third. He was like third. Okay. I. I. It's just. It just fascinates me. I'm like. Sharp is both for me. So. Like literally. Ride down that hill. Like literally, Rob Gronkowski ain't played a game <laughs> without Tom Brady throwing the ball. Didn't he play with? Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. What was that? 2000. What was that 26? What, what game Brady missed four games? What year was that? Uh, it was, yeah, it was one of them years. Yeah, like 16, something like that. 16, 17. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So look, Tom only played, if it's six, let me double check because I only want to throw it out there and it'd be wrong. Yeah, Aaron Hernandez was a pretty player. Absolutely. Absolutely different, man. All right, yeah, so it was 16. Brady missed the first four games. That year, Gronk only played eight games. He played the first four, though. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Hold on, I got I got to go to the break, the splits of it. But I'm pretty sure... I think, I think he did play the first four. I, I go to the splits later. But he only played eight games, and he started six of them. And that year, 540 yards, three touchdowns. Outside, yeah. 27 years old. I just wonder, though, because it's like, it's, you know, I thought it was just a valid. This is a, a valid thought, you know. It was breaking down, but again. So, so what's your what's your top five? I know you ain't got Gronk in this one. So. Why, why, why would I not have Gronk? I just asked a question, you know. Nah, man. See, uh, Tony G, Shannon, Gronk. He's there. Uh, no, Tony, Tony G, Shannon. Gates is third. Then I'll go Gronk. And um, I don't care if his career is still going on. <laughs> Travis Kelsey. <laughs> like, okay, different. Mark Bavaro. Yeah, Mark Bavaro. Go ahead, Tony. Last I see you. Rapper. Brought up Mark Bavaro. Bavaro was a dog for the Giants back in what's that the eighties? Ooh, Darren Waller. Darren Waller is gifted. He's gifted. I won't put. But that's this a, might be the Homer Emmy. Whatever. I won't put Waller over Mark Mark, uh, Mark Andrews at all. So you need to say that nigga took eight years on fucking um. First of all, it wasn't trying to get clean and shit before he started playing football. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is to that point, the what he just said about he might be the most physically gifted tight end. You got to give the Ravens staff credit because they seen that when they they dressed him as a receiver, they said, "Nah, you got to go to tight end." Mm -hmm. His drug, he had a whole drug problem. Missed the game because he was high. Was suspended for the league 
because he was high. And the Ravens said, you know what? We still ain't getting rid of you. We're going to keep you <laughs> till you get right. And once you get, get right mentally and kick this habit, we're going to have you as as one of the best tight ends in the game. They seen that. Mm-hmm. It just so happens we was playing the Raiders <laughs> at home one day and he was working up. Like, yo, like the Raiders lost by like like 30 that game. They say, like, you know what? We just stole somebody from the Ravens. Who gonna be a dog? Oh my gosh. What's your hatred for Mark Andrews? That's crazy. He dropped passes in big games, I'm guessing. Yeah, he did drop a few games. Ah, that still hurt. But no, I mean, I think when Mark hits a zone, it's it's a zone that three people get to. I don't care what nobody say. You you can hate him all you want, but in that twenty one season, there wasn't a tight end better. Mm-mm. Sorry. Uh, Tony Luster said, "Don't be surprised. The Ravens draft a tight end, draft the Maryland tight end with one they of those first round picks." They better not. That nigga's a undrafted free agent. What? Yeah. Really? Did Dave Gago or whatever that man name is that that Lamar tweeted out? That man's an undrafted free agent. Nah. Hey, yeah. hey, Harry. Let me let me ask you a question. Why? Because he's six two and he ain't six six five like majority of tight ends. No, because he ain't better than Isaiah Likely, and Isaiah Likely is fourth for fifth round. He might. Ah, he can still go in that round. He can still go around there. Hey, Herb and Al, let me ask you a question. Especially for Al. This should be an Al question. If if Jimmy Graham would have stayed in New Orleans, would he have been considered a top five tight end? Yeah. Hmm. Because I would actually have an argument that Jimmy was better than. He said it so fast. Herb was like mad as shit when he said it. He was like, "You know why I'm mad, right?" He didn't think about it. He was just like, "Yeah, easy." Not, cut. Hey, listen, listen. Gronk is in the top five, but all mm-hmm. I'm gonna say is, Al just confirmed Tom Brady made Gronk. It's eighty twenty in my eyes. Drew Brees made Jimmy. So what does that mean? <laughs> it's eighty twenty. That's my. <laughs> But I think Jimmy, I think Jimmy was more gifted than Grump. Jimmy, Jimmy was definitely more athletic. Jimmy was, oh my God. Yeah, Jimmy ain't blocked too but damn well. Jimmy had to go to a um <laughs> Jimmy went to a system that wanted to run the ball and play more physical, and that's just not him. Nah, give me the damn ball. What we what I'm blocking for? <laughs> like, what are we doing? All right, but Seattle at that time when Jimmy went up there. I don't understand why they traded a center. No, Dan Walden had no line. They mm-hmm. traded a center for a tight end. Right. You have no line. <laughs> I hope for those who checked in earlier when we, we broke down um, the wide receiver class for the draft this year. And I just hope you understand it's no not to the receivers. Not everybody. Every every class is going to have somebody who's the man. 
The league is full of top wide receivers. Like certain teams got two and two of them on the team right now. Mm-hmm. They could arguably be top 20 talent wide receivers. So it's no knock to the class. It's just not everybody can be the man, and it's just some good guys, some solid guys. There's no, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. And McCaffrey wouldn't be considered one of the greatest receivers of all time. However, Ed McCaffrey's huh? Yeah, Ed, right? Ed, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't be considered. Mm-mm. But you can't tell me he wasn't a really, really good receiver. No, he was he was important. With, with Shane Very and important him. and really good. Shannon and what's the dude name? Rod? Rod Smith, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, just like um Ricky. Ricky was important to the, the Rams. He wasn't the number one or two. Who? Ricky Pro. Rick, yes, another one. Really good receiver. But I mean that's what I feel like feel like that's what the draft is filled with this year. No not. That's disrespectful as hell, but all right. How's it disrespectful? <laughs> Talk about guys who have 15 year careers. Uh, niggas, a bunch of Ed, Ed McCaffrey's and Ricky Pro's out here. All right, cool. Nah, ain't no. I mean, I said, I said my guy could be Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson is what amongst the great receivers. I mean, he might get in the Hall of Fame as uh, um, what do they call them? The, the legend, <laughs> like looking back on him, niggas that take sixty years to get Andrew Pearson. <laughs> Donald, Donald Driver, Greg Jennings. Uh, who else? Some guys out there that was really like the only player of the all two thousands team to not be in the, the Hall of Fame until like sixty years later, just like Drew Pearson. I ain't gonna put him out there. Drew was a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. We'll see, though. Uh. Any Ravens thoughts before we get out here? Draft? Uh, uh. No. Let's do this real quick, real quick, because I know we, some, you know, we got to. All right, right let's do work. this. You pick at 14. You saw the top of here. You pick at 14. John, pick at 45. David. And I pick, and I pick the other one. Davis? Yes. Even with the recent moves. Especially with the recent moves. Jordan Davis. Yes. Over Michael Pierce. Yes. Learn yeah, yeah, from Calais. Yes. Okay. I know John's still there. As the best available linebacker. Whoever. At 45? Yeah. What you mean linebacker? Inside or edge? Uh, a lot inside. Damn. Tony said Jordan Davis or Wyatt at 14. I don't That's know, man. I don't know. One I'm of starting... them corners is dead, boy. I, I tell you, I tell you, boy. I'm starting I'm starting not to like like if it's Jordan Davis, I ain't mad at him. I'm starting to get off that train a little bit. I ain't gonna lie to I you. I ain't either. 
I'm off that train. I mean, I'm, I'm starting to as well, just because of what we signed, but I'm still holding out hope. Not, well, I mean, because before, I was hearing all the hype, Devontae Wyatt caught my attention. I mean, he better. I still think Devontae Wyatt is better. It's just I think Devontae and Matabike are similar in size. It's just Devontae is a lot quicker. Yo, she got the but, greatest name ever. But somebody like, like Travis Jones, though, that's controlling the trenches. And I think Travis will give you more as a pass rusher than, than um, Jordan Davis. Travis Jones yeah. is freaky athletic to be that big. Is he yo. first round? No. Okay. I don't think Jordan Davis should be first round, but you know how that go. He went to okay. Georgia. And the other one, and they won national title. The other one went to Connecticut. Right. I hope. I hope. I mean, I ain't got no issue with Travis. So I have like, no issue. Like, if that's a pick, that's a win. Like, yo. I'm so, yeah, that's all it is. Uh, At the third round pick, I would go, since y'all ain't taking edge rusher yet, if he's there, which I highly doubt. The fact ain't going to bring him up because he ain't going to be there. So an edge rusher in the third round, I I go um Josh uh Pascal. Okay. I go with Josh. Tony said at a question, would y'all say that Hollywood Brown is the best receiver the Ravens ever drafted? Tory Smith. About a question. Tory Smith. That's not a knock to Hollywood because Hollywood does take a lot of unfair criticism, even for me. And I like Hollywood a little bit. <laughs> I say it's too early to say. Actually, no, it's not. No, it's not. I'll 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 say I'll say Tory because like Hollywood Brown, he gets he was unfairly criticized. It's funny how Tory Smith was was labeled a guy who uh who didn't go up for the ball, who didn't fight for the ball, and all you see on Tory Smith highlights is him fighting for the football, him going and making contested catches or running past people. Is, no, yes, it was him not being able to get off a of press. That's what that's what my knock was. I get hey, okay, he couldn't get off. Cool, cool. That was your knock. But I'm just saying, others who felt that felt he didn't high point the football, he ain't do this, he was soft, whatever, whatever. But I think, uh, I think my guy is going is going to shatter all of that. So we'll see that in a few years. Hopefully, would y'all be surprised if we took Lloyd from Utah? Lloyd. Yes, I'd be surprised if we took Devin Lloyd. Lloyd. Linebacker from Utah. Okay. Okay. I would be surprised. Mm. I, I ain't would crazy be upset. From I'd be upset. But real quick, best name so far in this WNBA draft. Six three center out of Baylor, Queen Egbo. She ain't, ain't bad on the eyes either. So you didn't and, tell me that. I seen it before, so I understand. Queen, Queen Egbo. Egbo. Okay. 
That's a hell of a name. <laughs> Where's she going? All right. So, yeah, where's she going? Queen is a spot. No, it's not a spot. A fever. All right, cool. Indiana. So, sideline talk. We will be at MT Bank Stadium for the draft. Ravens having the uh, draft party down there, club level. Um, if you're going down there, come through, holler at us. We're we going to, you know, try to well, – ain't no trial. We're going to be going live from down there, um, interviews, whole bunch of content, just having a good time down at the draft party. And, mm-hmm. yeah, Tony, listen, I pray – if if I think Ojabo is still going in the first round, however, I hope we take him with the second round pick. I ain't even gonna hold you. Yeah, I won't be mad at Ojabo. I mean, we oh, do have, have mercy. An outside linebacker, an edge rusher already trying to come off of an Achilles. So yeah, so yeah. So next week we got running backs. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's the week of the draft. Not good. Not draft and all that. Let's see how that play out. Appreciate y'all chiming in with us. All the questions, all the comments. Appreciate it. Um, shout out to T Hosey, man. Hosey been doing this thing with his free smoke tour. But what the last two years, like Hosey yeah. been holding it down. Definitely shout out to him, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Had a, a hilarious live earlier, man. If y'all could y'all support T Hosey as much as y'all can, man. For sure. Follow us on Instagram at the sideline talk. Facebook group hashtag sideline talk. I'll take us out. We bless you, productive. Be more. We love you. We out.